Welcome to Exodus 19, A Nation Married to Yah, with your host Richard Massey. I hope that you guys are having a blessed day. I hope that whatever you, you and your family are going through, that Yah gives you the strength to go through it. Today I just wanted to do a quick walk through um, Jeremiah 11. I thought it was pretty cool. Jeremiah 11 and what it was saying and how it read. So I just wanted to get back in here and read that. So let's get started. It's a short one, though. It's not going to be a long video at all. Jeremiah 11. The word that came to Jeremiah from Yahweh saying, Two, hear the words of this covenant. Speak to the men of Yehuda and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And you shall say to them, three, thus saith Yahweh Elohim of Israel, Cursed is a man who does not obey the words of this covenant. And if you can't tell, in Yeremiah 11, Yah is bringing this up again. Four, which I command your fathers in the day when I brought them out of the land, of Mizraim, from the iron furnace, saying, Obey my voice, and you shall do according to all that I command you, and you shall be my people, and I will be your enemy. And the key word here is Mizraim. And where was this happening at? Exodus 19. So this lets you know that that's where he's talking about. So Yeremiah 11 is referring back to Exodus 19, like a lot of the other books that I've been reading to you. Five, in order to establish the oath which I have sworn to your fathers, to give them a land flowing with milk and honey, as it is this day. And I answered and said, Amen, Yahweh. Six, and Yahweh said to me, Proclaim all these words in the city of Yehuda, and in the city, in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, Hear the words of this covenant, and do them. Seven, for I earnestly warned your fathers in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Mizraim until this day, rising early and warning, saying, Obey my voice. So he's letting you know again that he's talking about, he's talking about uh, Exodus 19. I don't know how that keeps going up. He's talking about Exodus 19, reminding them to do what they promised to do before judgment comes. Because once judgment comes, it's not going to be good. So he's saying, uh, he's saying, uh, <clears throat> in six, and Yahweh said to me, proclaim all these words, all these words in the city of Yehuda and in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, hear the words of this covenant and do them. For earnestly I warned your fathers in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Mizraim, until this day, rising early and warning saying, obey my voice. So I'm trying to get you guys to change before it's too late. Eight, but they did not obey or incline their ear. They didn't want to hear it. But everyone walked in the stubbornness of his, of his evil heart. So I brought them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, and they did not do. So Jeremiah is trying to witness. He's trying to 
um, send the message that Elohim is telling him to tell them. He's trying to relay the message and get it across, but the people are not trying to hear it. So even back here, when Yeramahu is trying to relay the message of covenant, the people didn't want to hear it. Now, I wonder what their excuse was, because Yahshua HaMashiach didn't even die on the cross yet. So they were caught in the middle, basically. Now, and Yahweh said to me, there's a conspiracy among the men of Yehuda and among the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Ten, they have turned their turn back to the crookedness of their forefathers. See, again, I'll tell you, you have to be careful what ancestor you are calling and deeming to be so powerful because Yah considers them stiff-necked, hard-headed, right? It says, crookedness of their forefathers who refused to hear my words. They have all, they have gone after other mighty ones or other gods to serve them. They don't want to serve me. They want to serve the other gods. The house of Israel and the house of Yehuda has broken my covenant that I made with their fathers. Where? In Genesis 19 with Moshe. 11. Therefore, thus said Yahweh, see, I am bringing evil on them which are unable to escape, which they are unable to escape. Then they shall cry out to me, but I shall not listen. This is Yahweh saying, that when they cry out to me, when judgment starts, I will not hear them. This is Yahweh saying that because he's trying to warn them before it happens. But to no avail. 12. And the city of Yehuda and the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall go and cry out to the mighty ones, to their gods, to whom they burn incense, but they shall bring no deliverance to them at all in the time of their evil. 13, for your mighty ones have become as many as your cities. You have so many guys, you have more guys than you have cities in, in, in your country. O Yehuda, and you have set up as many altars to shame as there are streets in Jerusalem. You have more gods, and you built more altars than y'all have streets in Jerusalem. That's how many gods you have for everything. Altars to burn incense to Baal, to the devil. 14, and you do not pray for this people, he's telling Jeremiah, or lift up a cry or prayer for them. For I do not hear them in the time that they cry out to me because of their evil. And that's what I was saying a couple um, episodes ago in Acts of Yah. If you have somebody in your family that is acting out and Yah has given them time, even if it is a, 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 a child of yours, does it get to a point to where Yah is telling you not to pray for them? Because now this becomes personal between that person and Yah, right? 14, and you do not pray for these people or lift up a, a, a cry or a prayer for them. For I do not hear them in the time that they cry out to me because of their evil. Sometimes people are doing things that are uh, things that Yah is, is, is not wanting to, them to do. And then when they're going through a hard time, they'll come to you and say, can you pray for me? 15, why should my beloved be in my house? She has done wickedness with many. And does the set apart flesh remove your evil from you? Then you rejoice. 16, Yahweh has named you green olive tree 
He's named you fair. He's named you of a goodly fruit. With the noise of a great sound, he has set it on fire, and his branches shall be broken. 17. And Yahweh of hosts who planted you has spoken evil against you for the evil of the house of Israel and for the house of Yehuda, which they have done against themselves to provoke me by burning incense to Baal. 18. And Yahweh made it known to me, and I know it. Then you showed me their deeds. Look at the next verse here. You hear Jer Jeremiah has been going back and forth and trying to intercede for these people. Yah opens the door and lets him see something. 18 says, And Yahweh made it known to me, and I knew it. Then you showed me their deeds. You, you showed me their intentions. You showed me their desires. 19. But I was like a gentle lamb brought to the slaughter. And I did not know that they had plotted against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree with its fruit. And let us cut him off from the land of the living. And let his name be remembered no more. Here this man is trying to save this country, this nation, these nations. Here he, all he's doing, see, and this is when people say you shouldn't be judging or you shouldn't be teaching. This is the end result. But in Christianity, they make it seem like Yah is going to make it good. But it doesn't necessarily work out like that for the most part. When you are preaching or when you are teaching certain things that people don't like, they want you dead. They want you silenced. They don't want you talking and bringing a light on something. So here he is trying to intercede for these people. And all he's doing is what Yah is telling him to do. Go and tell the people. Go and tell the people. Go and tell the people. And look at their intentions. And I did not know that they had plotted against me, saying, let us destroy the tree, which is uh, Jeremiah, with his fruit, with his words. So let us destroy the tree, which is him, with his fruit, with what he is preaching. And let us cut him off from the land of the living. And let his name be remembered no more. 20. But O Yahweh of hosts, who judges right, righteously, who tries kidneys and heart. Now listen to his prayer of a righteous man. Listen to his prayer. Oh, you're not supposed to talk like that. You're not supposed to pray like that. Listen to Jeremiah's prayer now. When he was once praying for them. Listen to how he's praying for them now. 20. But O Yahweh of hosts who judges right, righteously, who tries kidneys and heart, let me see your vengeance upon them, for unto you I have revealed my cause. He said, Kill them. They trying to kill me? Kill them. Therefore, 21. Therefore, thus said Yahweh concerning the men of Athros, who are seeking your life, saying, Do not prophesy in the name of Yahweh. Yahweh, lest you die by our hand. See, if you don't shut up, we're going to kill you. Therefore, thus said Yahweh of hosts, see, I am punishing them. The young men shall die by the sword. Their sons and their daughters shall die by scarcity of food. And there shall no more, there shall be no more remnant of them. 
for I bring evil on them, on the men of Athra, the year of their punishment. And I just wanted to get that out. I think this is a pretty short video, right? This is like 12 minutes long. I'm not going to bore or you waste no more of your time with anything else. I just wanted to get that out. So this starts season four, episode one. Man. 153045. So this is just a reminder that this podcast is on Spotify, Instagram, and I'm live on YouTube as well. So don't forget to like my page and to share my page where it applies. And don't forget to hit the notification button. And let's give Yahshua and Elohim a round of applause for all that they're doing in our lives. Because we really do appreciate the word. Don't forget to subscribe as well. And shout out again to Mr. Turner for the music. Peace, guys.